Amazon just announced a new software model and cloud artificial intelligence chip. So will the Microsoft rivalry intensify? I'm Veronica Dudo. Let's find out. This is In America Today from the Ticker News Studios in New York City. Hello and welcome. Coming up, Hamas has freed more hostages and Israel released Palestinian prisoners as the truce is extended. Plus, online spending for Cyber Monday hits a record high. But first... Amazon Web Services has announced a new chatbot for businesses and a chip for training artificial intelligence models. The company announced the new software AI chip for its cloud computing services as competition with Microsoft to dominate the market for artificial intelligence heats up. For more, let's bring in Oz Sultan, the chief strategist with the Sultan Interactive Group. Oz, thanks so much for joining us today. So what is this new chip and how will it impact the ever-growing competition in the AI industry? So it's interesting in a space that's heating up where you have China repurposing, um, you know, sort of GPUs, the gaming, uh, sorry, the, the graphics processors um, for artificial intelligence chips under an embargo from the United States. Here we have uh, a heating up of a, a kind of parallel path competition in between OpenAI, which is moving into the announcement of, or preliminarily the announcement of a new version. Um, Amazon is partnering with NVIDIA to actually kind of stay relevant inside of the, the paradigm against uh, Microsoft. And Microsoft, which is moving forward in OpenAI partnership, uh, but more likely than not additional hardware to come. So I think what we're seeing now is is very sort of like much a parallel um, to what you saw in the 80s and then the late 90s in terms of just large scale deployments and development of technology. Um, we're more than likely going to see NVIDIA and a couple other partners that are out there, um, Lenovo as well as Intel, partnering uh, with a number of firms um, like for AI tools inside of you know the chipset stack, but also to have more um, comfortable consumer and corporate offerings. Now, this Q chatbot that they launched, and it's kind of amusing how many different products are named Q these days in between Amazon and uh, Twitter. Um, but the uh, the interesting thing about that is that it's it's coming to the table to kind of compete against what Meta has already had in the space. And is it really kind of like a catch-up product for them um, because they really haven't been leading inside of this market space to begin with. Now, we're also, you know, seeing this information that's coming out. So is Amazon Web Services trying to stand out as a cloud provider with a variety of cost-effective options now? I think what they're trying to do is broaden options that you have because Amazon is, is distinctly seen as a cloud hosting provider, but they're not seen in the same ilk as, say, OpenAI or even third parties that are, <coughs> excuse me, providing, um, you know, AI hosting capacity with either GPU AI enabled chips or even pre-quantum chips um, that you have coming out. So in, on one side of this, it's... Uh, a genuine <coughs> partnership that has a tremendous amount of value for Amazon Web Services moving forward inside of the space. Now, now, the commercialization of this is yet to be seen, and the product stack is yet to be seen. But it's it's notable steps forward 
um, as well as you know the launch of a chatbot, which may be a little late to market, but at least enhances their offering. So Amazon is also trying to lure big corporate customers to its cloud computing service with the new chatbot for businesses. So, you know, we talked a little bit about this. You know, what exactly will their model do better or differently in what seems like a very saturated market already? You know, Meta's had sort of the um, the, the largest, I think, kind of step forward with this, given the fact that their chatbots could be deployed inside of Messenger. And now in, in many cases, you know, you want to sign up for a new business account, you want to open a new um, phone account, uh, you actually have the opportunity to go into Messenger to actually use these chatbots inside of iMessage on your phone. Um, and that, a lot of that technology has been there. Amazon is, I think, kind of catching up here because they have a tremendous amount of corporate clients that are hosted on, on AWS. Uh, that are looking for these types of services. But right now, up to this point, it's been kind of a hodgepodge. So perhaps a more integrated suite of services that offers, you know, chatbots is going to be valuable. But they're still facing an uphill battle versus everything else that's in the marketplace today. Um, and also the fact that, you know, they're coming into this a little bit 11th hour with the developments that we have in AI, not just from OpenAI, but, you know, dozens of additional companies that are, are moving forward. Into now, safety has been a big issue when it comes to AI, especially with AI models. Amazon says it's offering to guard companies against legal and reputational damage that can come from the output of artificial intelligence. Are these uh, safety measures actually possible and do you think they'll be effective? I think it's it's largely probably insurance policy have been written or underwritten on this. Uh, we've seen in Malaysia and Indonesia, you know, lawsuits that mounted from last year um, for false information provided by, by AIs about specific candidates. You're seeing challenges rising in India as well as Europe on information or, or misinformation really being AIs. And we've seen in the, the past week that there's issues with AIs, at least in the research, uh, you know, scenario, um, fabricating data sets to justify conclusions that the AI is moving forward. Um, so there's definitely value to this. And I think attract businesses that are looking to utilize these technologies and mitigate risk. Um, but more than anything else, I think it's probably just a mixture of insurances coupled with, you know, maybe some protocols that Amazon has. But, you know, if you don't train your LLMs right, uh, what we've seen is they can turn around and spew a host of information that either is not accurate or, you know, could actually be um, disadvantageous to, you know, the, the company that's actually employing this technology. It seems like we've covered this so much, but it does feel like it's uh, just beginning. Uh, Sultan, thanks so much for the information that uh, you always share. Thank you. Hamas has freed 12 more hostages and Israel released 30 Palestinian prisoners. This comes on the fifth day of an extended six-day truce between the terrorist group and Israel as the Gaza war continues. A deal to extend a truce between Israeli troops and Hamas forces in Gaza by two days was agreed on Monday. 
That's according to mediator Qatar, which has been facilitating indirect negotiations between the two sides with Egypt. The agreement lengthens a four-day ceasefire after seven weeks of warfare, which has seen thousands killed and laid waste to the Palestinian enclave. Hamas also confirmed the extension. There was no immediate comment from Israel. The release of 11 more Israeli hostages seized by Hamas during its October 7th assault on southern Israel was confirmed on Monday. As dozens of Gazans rushed to get supplies from aid rations distributed by the UN on Monday, many described the dire living conditions that they expect to worsen if war resumes. Raider Mohammed Jamal al-Jaburi is one of them. We wish that the truce would be permanent and people would go back to their lives and to see each other. People have lost their families and relatives and we are not able to reach our families. We don't know who we lost and who was still alive. We are coming here to try and get some clothes for our children because we left everything in our house. Children are wearing summer clothes. This is not right. God willing, the truce will be extended and will stay in place. We don't want more war. This is enough. This is so tough on us. On Sunday, Hamas freed 17 Israelis, including a four-year-old Israeli-American girl, and Israel freed 39 teenage Palestinian prisoners. The truce, agreed last week, is the first halt in fighting since Hamas attacked Israel, when 1,200 people were killed and 240 hostages were taken back into Gaza. In Jerusalem, Israeli Anat Errol is also advocating for a pause in fighting. I'm against all violence and I, um, I really hope that there will be ceasefire and I really hope that uh, it will continue to be ceasefire because violence is not a solution for anything. I mean, I know that, uh, that those terrorists are, are like horrible, like they are, I can't even say they're, they need to, of course, personally, they need to be punished, but not all the other people in Gaza need to be punished. In response to the October 7th attack, Israel has bombarded the Gaza Strip and mounted a ground offensive in the north. As of Monday, Gaza health authorities say some 14,800 Palestinians have been killed. Hundreds of thousands have been displaced. Bargain hunters snapped up lots of deals on Cyber Monday. Online spending is set to exceed $12 billion, setting a new record high. Amazon warehouses have had a busy 24 hours. Parcels were flying out the door as U.S. consumers snapped up bargains on what looks like a record Cyber Monday. Experts at Adobe Digital Insights predict industry-wide sales of up to $12.4 billion on the day. If confirmed, that would be an increase of close to 10% on last year. At Amazon, Vice President Beryl Tomei says Cyber Monday capped a very strong weekend. And in fact, we had a record-breaking Black Friday where we had more sales and more items sold than ever in, in Amazon's history for any Black Friday. And in fact, on average, customers purchased more than 1,000 items per second through Black Friday. U.S. retailers have been trying to lure inflation-weary shoppers with a barrage of marketing. And a record number of people are expected to use Buy Now, Pay Later services to fund their purchases. But Walmart, Target and other big chains have warned that consumers may struggle to keep spending. They point to high interest rates and shrinking household savings as among the warning signs. 
One analyst told Reuters that he expects retailers to be forced into further discounting, with a big impact on profit margins over the holiday season. The past weekend saw Amazon, Walmart and others begin doing Cyber Monday offers hours or days early. Thanks so much for watching In America Today. I'm Veronica Dudo. For more, head to tickernews.co. I'll see you soon. More right after this.